Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. I'm Kyle. I'm the youth and digital minister here at Fathom. Thank you for listening in wherever you are. Um, Today, we've got a great episode for you on a really important topic that um, we are really excited to talk about. And we have a great guest with us today. Emily Watling is with us today. Welcome. Thank you for being here. (laughs) Thanks. Um, We also have Pastor Chris here. I don't know why I got second billing today. <laughs> because I said we have a really important guest oh, here, and that's okay. Emily. Yeah. Emily, welcome to the podcast studio. As well as Chris. Yeah. Which is just a room. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> just a room. You know, we're we're trying here. We've got cool lighting. Um, but other than that, it's just a room. That's right. But um, thank you, Emily, for being here. Uh we I know mo some of you might know Emily. Um uh, I feel like we do talk about Emily quite a bit here at Fathom, and that's because you just got baptized this last year, mm-hmm. and it was cold. It was very really cold. cold. <laughs> like 30? Was it even? I don't know if we've had a colder baptism than that. It didn't feel good. No. I mean, it, it felt was, good in your soul. My question was, <laughs> how did that feel? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, how, how was that? It was... Definitely shocking. So I feel like I got an an added element of the baptism washing, but it's you know it's the spirit when it's that cold. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Yes. So um. So I. So hopefully those who are listening now. I mean, we we had a video about it too. It was really awesome. Uh, thank you for allowing us to be a part of that special day because that was Mm -hmm. um that was a lot of fun and definitely one to remember. Not just because it was your baptism, but it was freezing cold and you still did it, which was awesome. So everybody get baptized no matter what the weather's like. (laughs) It's it's sunny today and really cold out today. So just get baptized. Um, We've got Emily here and Pastor Chris. And today we're going to be talking kind of about um, maybe sort of like an age demographic here at Fathom. Uh, We're going to be talking about young adults and college age ministry. Um, those sorts of things, what it's like, and that this is why we, we brought Emily here because she's an expert at that, um, at that topic of young adults and college students, what it looks like to be a Christian going into college from, from high school, how to kind of navigate that, um, that those, how to navigate through college with your, with your own faith, um, and specifically what that looks like also in being connected with the church, um, throughout that time, as well as after that time. Um, so, uh, but first, Emily, we'd love to um, have our listeners get to know you a little bit better. So tell us a little bit about yourself, where you where you grew up, um, where you went to school, everything like that. What was your upbringing sort of like? Um, all those sorts of things. Yeah. So I grew up in a suburb of Seattle um, called Auburn, Washington, and my parents are both Christians, so they raised me in the church. Um, I was very familiar going to church as I grew up, um, though it was never super, like it wasn't a very personal place for me. Um, I played a lot of soccer, so I never was able to go to youth group. Um, so church was very regular, but it was never a huge part of my life, I would say. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. What brought you out here? Yes. Um, so I, while I was growing up, I did a lot with young life. Um, and through that, the Lord started to like put on my heart, a call into ministry. Um, so when I knew when I was graduating high school, looking forward to going to college, 
I decided that I wanted to get a Bible degree. Um, so that definitely narrowed my options for schools. Um, CCU ended up being one of two schools. Um, and then once I was out here visiting, I was very impressed by the school, um, probably more so impressed by Colorado. Um, and so that's how I ended up, up out here. That's you awesome. catch that, Kyle. She is a, a CCU cougar. Go oh, Cougs. No. Oh, no. <laughs> did we, we did this with Marcy when Marcy was on. Well, here. you know, I'm oh. just, I just got to represent for the Cougars. <laughs> you know, when, whenever, the, whenever they show up, I know you went to a small little school called the, the Colorado University Buffaloes. Uh, no, the University of Colorado. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Don't want to flip those around. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm going to ask her, do you still do this? Coug, like go Cougs? I'm well, putting my hand up. That that's a no. So <laughs> we haven't really had sporting events to do that at. Ah, uh, yes. So that's a big factor. Yeah, yeah. it's true. Mm -hmm. Just wait till you graduate, and then all you do is get <laughs> rowdy for the kids. That's all you do. <laughs> um, and you are still there now. Yes. What are you studying? I am studying biblical studies, um, and I am finishing my last semester right now. Awesome. What are, what are, what are your big plans? What, what do you hope to, to do? Yeah. Um, I actually have bigger plans than I thought I would. Um, I am going to begin a program with United World Mission. Um, and I'm going to go live in Spain for two years awesome. and do ministry there. That is awesome. Mm -hmm. Really, really cool. <laughs> um, okay. So let's, let's first talk about your time in as a high school student about to go um, off into college, growing up in the church, um, like you said, getting ready to go off to college, what was that process like? And um, why did you end up going to, like, what was the, the main thing that was your decision to go to a Christian college? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think that the biggest factor in ending up choosing a Christian school was knowing that I wanted to study the Bible. Um, and so just very like practically, I knew I wanted to find a school where I would get that kind of education, which then would be a Christian college. Um, though before I knew I wanted a Bible degree, I was actually really hoping to go to like a bigger state school. Um, yeah. So it's actually kind of interesting how I ended up here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When, can I, I'll follow mm -hmm. up here yes. and, and ask this. So when you, um, when you ended up saying, Hey, I'm going to go to CCU, I'm going to go and do a Bible degree. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, a lot of, a lot of, so I went to CCU and a lot of Christians, Christian students, uh, who were raised in the church, who raised in youth group, they show up at either CCU, uh, like a Christian school or even to a secular institution. Mm -hmm. And there's a dynamic change in their relationship with the Lord. Can you talk us talk to us a little bit about like as a high schooler, as you're walking in, well, I guess you're done with high school, but you <laughs> finished high school, you walk into a Christian environment like CCU. Uh, what was your journey like in terms of what am I going to do? How, how, how am I going to continue to follow the Lord? What am I going to do? I mean, CCU has a lot of stuff that they dump on you all of a sudden mm -hmm. uh, to help you go deeper in your faith. Uh, but you still have to make that decision. I know a lot of friends from CCU who essentially kind of stopped practicing their faith. So talk us, mm -hmm. talk to us about what it looked like to walk in, you know, year one at CCU. Yeah. So for me, 
once I knew I was going to CCU, I was really excited to get to go and have that kind of Christian community. Um, when I was in high school, I was connected to a few other believers, but not many. Um, and so I was looking forward to the opportunity to get to like have like close friends who are also Christian and also um, trying to follow the Lord um, in that. And so, but I guess even in that sense, I walked in pretty passively, um, mo- mostly just looking forward to that like community being around me. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, CC specifically, they just throw everything at you and even just the first weekend. Um, and so whether you're starting to get involved in your like D group on campus, um, they also have a big church fair. So they right out of the gate really push students to get involved in a local church. Um, you're also thrown into New Testament right away. So I would say initially I didn't have to be super intentional moving from high school to college because I was at a Christian school. Um, but as like you, as I got into my routine, um, it became a lot easier to, I mean, you make your routine and often it revolves around your friends and the things you're choosing to do that aren't class. Um, and so in that sense, like church falls to the wayside and like D group just becomes, it is required, um, at least at CCU. Mm-hmm. And so um, I would say later in that fall, I got a lot more intentional about wanting to remain plugged into a church off campus. Um, and yeah, really looking at that as a way to follow or further my relationship with the Lord um, in addition to the things that seemed required through school. Mm-hmm. That's good. Um, what kind of advice would you give high school students now that are just finishing up high school looking to go, whether it's to a Christian college or a non-Christian college? Um, what would you say to them about their own faith and kind of what to expect and and how to how to kind of keep pursuing that relationship with God intentionally, like you said, um, during that time? What kind of advice would you give them? Hmm. Um, I think I would advise high school, new college students, um, just to like consciously think through what you want moving into college, um, with your faith. Um, because even as a high school student, you can have your own faith, but it's often kind of guided by your family. Um, especially if you're going to church with your family, once you get to school, you're, not living with your family anymore. Um, and so it becomes a cool opportunity as you're learning to live like independently, um, kind of choosing who your new family will be. Um, and for a lot of college students that ends up only being your friends and only being your community on campus. Um, but if you do want to be really intentional in keeping walking with the Lord and furthering your faith. Um, college is a really cool opportunity to press into your role in the family of God um, and like getting involved in that local church and seeing, yeah, still being independent, but then engaging with the church in a new way um, as like an independent young adult, as opposed to a student, uh, like high school student with your family. Um, 
Yeah, I always, and I, I want to piggyback on that because when I did student ministry and then now working with, you know, the church as, at large and talking with a lot of college students, I think there's almost like a second, this is going to sound super theologically incorrect and it is, but that's okay. <laughs> there's like a second conversion mm. or like you, you know, you might, you might make a decision to follow Christ as a child or as a youth in your youth group with your parents or whatever. But it's almost like when you get out on your own, you have to make another decision. Mm-hmm. It, it's mm-hmm. not just like, hey, I once saved, always saved. And I'm a Calvinist, so like <laughs> sign me up for that. But like, you know, like there's a, there's a level at which you have to kind of make a second decision. It's almost like you got to rededicate yourself mm-hmm. uh, again to say, I'm going to find a church. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep in my disciplines. I'm going to continue to pursue Christ. And in essence, if you choose not to, mm-hmm you're kind of choosing not to follow Jesus. You're mm-hmm. kind of choosing at a certain level, not to be a, a an active Christian. Mm-hmm. Um, and there'll be repercussions. I mean, we see it all the time. So, and that's, it's fascinating that you bring that up, even going to a Christian school. Mm-hmm. Cause I think you would make sense if we were talking like, Oh, I go to CU Boulder. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but even Christian schools, right? I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure you're seeing it. I've seen it, but same sort of thing happens. Yeah. I know a lot of students who have just, kind of like floated through CCU and the school provided things. Um, and CCU will even say like, we are not the church. Um, and so, yeah, it really is a choice, um, which it is all along. And I, yeah, I feel like Jesus even makes it more clear that like it's a daily choice to mm. continue mm-hmm. following him. That's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, did you find it easy or difficult to get connected to the local church while you were in college and what what was that kind of process like in finding that church mm-hmm. um hmm i would say it was easy to find a church um i actually came to fathom one of the first weekends of my freshman semester here um but i would say getting connected didn't even really happen until like this past summer um yeah because it was I came pretty consistently all throughout my freshman and sophomore year um but even so I still had my community on campus um and so Fathom was great to come to on Sundays and I loved the community here and I loved being reached out to but I didn't even really feel the need to like I guess also feel like I myself was part of the part of the community here. Um, yeah. Until this summer when I found myself with less of a community than I initially thought I had through CCU. Um, and so I think at that point I would say I really got connected, um, to the church. Um, so yeah, even in there, there was kind of like two choices, like Mm -hmm. the first choice to come, and then the second choice to really belong. Can I ask, how did you find Fathom? Yeah. Um, so I found Fathom initially at the church fair that CCU hosts, like the first weekend, new students are on campus. Um, yeah. And then I went with my roommate one weekend and then started going by myself later. When, when you talk about um, kind of the shift from college being your primary impetus for community Mm -hmm. and then there's almost this like break Mm -hmm. where you kind of fall off that edge and the or maybe Mm -hmm. the novelty 
<laughs> of what it was kind of wears off towards the end of your college career. And then you start to say, hey, I'm going to find community elsewhere. Mm -hmm. um, I, I hear a lot of post-grad, like 22, 23, 24-year-olds mm -hmm. who will say, I just don't know how to make friends. Like, I don't know how to mm -hmm. find community. I don't know how to do these things. Mm -hmm. Can you talk to us a little bit about your experience of, I mean, you are in a group here with no other <laughs> college students. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what does it look like to move from essentially your entire community mm -hmm. being college to quote the real world mm -hmm. where <laughs> you're just not surrounded by people who are in the same age and stage as you entirely? Can you talk about that experience here? Yeah, well, it's been pretty weird. Um, <laughs> we won't tell your D group. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely new to step into a D group where I was the only single person and I was hearing about all these people getting pregnant. That does not happen <laughs> at school. Um, Thank the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was not the most comfortable at first. Um but I was, yeah, so I guess kind of stepping back, getting towards the end of my time at CCU and also realizing that um, the community I had on campus, like, it just shifts, like, relationships naturally shift um, throughout the years. And so I found, like, the CCU community in and of itself insufficient. Um and so that's, yeah, really when I pushed myself to, like, find a consistent community also off campus. Um, and so naturally I knew that would mean it wouldn't just be other college students. Um, and part of me was excited about that. Um, one, to feel like I was starting to get involved in the big outside world mm -hmm. as opposed to just college life. Um, and two, also knowing people who are a little older um, and wiser and more mature than I am um, to kind of help counsel me and like guide me into life after college. Um, so yeah, getting involved in my D group has been great. Um, yeah, I am in a very different life stage than all of them are. And so not completely different. I'm like a few years behind. So it feels <laughs> very different, even though they like were here, I don't know, five or so years ago. Um, so yeah, it's refreshing to kind of see what life will be ahead of me after college. I think it gives me a good perspective um, instead of getting trapped in college being like the end all be all. Um, and it's also just encouraging to see other people at a different stage of life who also are trying to follow the Lord um, just gives me hope that there are more people out in the world <laughs> who are Christians and trying to follow our God. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't always know what to talk about with everyone, but <laughs> just, yeah, through getting to know people, um, yeah, relationships have been built and it is sweet to Ha experience this aspect of the body of Christ where we are different ages and stages, but because of our commonality of being believers and brothers and sisters, like it is very like natural and ended up being comfortable relationships. <laughs>
you almost have to just put yourself out there mm-hmm. and embrace the awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At yeah. least to start. And that <laughs> and I'll here's the here's the dirty little secret. It doesn't get better. <laughs> like the first time at any group is a little bit awkward. <laughs> Um, but okay. that's a, like, even in itself, like you just going and putting yourself out there, mm-hmm. that's a skill. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like that's a life skill. Yeah. So. I would, I wouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely would not have done that. Um, okay. So, uh, now thinking about what's next, I know you'll be going to Spain. Mm-hmm. When, when are you going to Spain? Uh, I'm thinking I'll actually be leaving late fall. It's like November ish. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, so so in thinking of that, um, as, as sort of your next steps out of college, out of school and out of church, like the, like, like when you're looking at, and, and this is probably going to be very unique to, mm-hmm. to most people in going to a place like Spain, um, what are your, what are your hopes? What are, um, what are you excited for and what are you kind of maybe a little bit nervous about in going to Spain and trying to get connected again mm-hmm. um, into a church there? Like what, what does that kind of look like for you? Yeah. Um, well, I'm very excited. I'm very excited for the opportunity to go just essentially follow the Lord and see what life will be like in the next few years. Um, I do not know Spanish, so <laughs> yet. So initially, you've got a few months. Hola, <laughs> I, I know Chris that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess I'm pretty weary. I guess of what it'll look like to initially get connected. Um, I know through my program with. Um, United World Mission, they'll like place me in a host family um, and I'll have a team who I'm going to join. Um, So in a sense, it's almost like my college transition again, where I'll have an initial community provided. Um, But then I'm hoping over time then to branch out into the greater community. Um, Hopefully as I learn to communicate better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Yeah, really I'm just ready to see what happens and to be very humbled all along the way. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And I think you even brought up that it'll feel similar to going to college. Mm-hmm. But I do think that you're in a place now, in a position now where you have you have some skills in terms mm-hmm. of I always call it breaking into community. Mm-hmm. Like you've you've done that, you did that at school, right? Like you mm-hmm. kind of force fed it a little <laughs> bit, but mm-hmm. you still have to put yourself out there. And then you've now done it at a local church with people who are not like you mm-hmm. in terms of age and stage. And so this is just a different, another iteration of that, like a third step of that, where you, mm-hmm. you can put yourself out there and break into community, even with a language and culture mm-hmm. barrier. Um, and I think that it's just like the next stair step as I'm st- stepping back and watching you. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, that was step, step one was leaving, leaving home. Step mm-hmm. two was leaving college in terms of the safety and that net of just relationships there mm-hmm. to, for the larger adult world of <laughs> America. And step three is you're just taking that next step. Mm-hmm. I think that's, I think that's awesome. I think those lessons from college and then also from the local church will serve you well as you jump into what God has for you on mission. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. That's, that's yeah. encouraging. <laughs> I see it from here. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I, I want to ask, 
you, um, what would you say to our church, to Fathom, to the, to the local church in general about how we as church could best minister to college age, young adult students out there? Like what, um, what are ways that the local church in general can, can reach out and reach that, that young adult population and get them actually connected um, into their church to deepen their relationship with God? I would say Fathom was great just initially for me coming as a college student at being very welcoming. Um, and I think the size of our church really helps with that. Um, being small, it's pretty easy to pick out new people. Um, and so I think that's huge, like to see college students coming and engage with them, um, to, yeah, introduce yourself, try to like know their name and then remember that like week to week. Um, also though, like, do not be offended if these college students do not respond well or (laughs) receive your hospitality initially. Um, especially for freshmen, um, cause there's, they're just, everything is new. Um, and so it'll take them a while, I think really to know even what they want. Um, but I think a church is again, just like such an important place for college students to get to experience the body of Christ in a bigger way than they have access to on campus. Um, and so I think for our church, yeah, to like be consistently welcoming. Um, and maybe once you get to know a college student or two over the course of a few weeks, like if you feel comfortable inviting them over for dinner, um, or starting to get to know them even outside of Sunday mornings. Um, yeah. And then finding a way for, I think the college students to know one another within our church, if they don't already. Um, and then beyond that, get to know the rest of our congregation, whether that be through entering D groups with different ages and stages. Um, yeah, I think a slow integration is definitely important. Mm. Um, but having an end goal in mind, I think is also important. So they don't just float along. Yeah. That's so, so helpful. Um, cause I, I think I can speak for our church. Like, you know, we aren't, this isn't a college town. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're, you're even outside of kind of the bubble. Mm-hmm. We call it the CCU bubble. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? Where it's like, there's, there's this bubble of churches that like, yeah, it's within 10, 15 minutes of campus. And so that's kind of where the students are going to migrate to. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're kind of outside that bubble. We don't really have a college vibe here. And yet we do find ourselves with a handful of college students each year. And I, yeah, I just think that like what I'm hearing you say is that we get a chance to be proactive with college students mm-hmm. um, and that we should enter into that without expectations mm-hmm. of them responding necessarily, but we should have strategy in terms of mm-hmm. pursuit and ultimately, hopefully plugging, plugging students in um, those who do respond mm-hmm. um, over time. Yeah. I don't think that there's necessarily even a formula there as much mm-hmm. as um being hospitable, being open to, and and in in a lot of ways, reciprocating pursuit as much as possible, because mm-hmm. um, I think that's 
I mean, my, my story is that when I was in college, I didn't go to one place. Like you went, you kind of found us and stuck. And I think, and that's awesome. But I think that's super rare. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I just kind of ping ponged all over the place and never really dug deep into one church. My wife, on the other hand, was every week at the same, she was at CCU and then went to the same church every Sunday. Um, and I think you just get a richer experience the longer you're at a place. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was just kind of like, I don't even know what to, you know, what I want. Or mm-hmm. and I, in a lot of ways was kind of flaky in that way. But I almost wish I had had a richer, longer term experience at one place. Um, because I think there are things that you just can't really get a grasp on, like community, until you're willing to put in some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good stuff. I think that's that's important stuff. It's important for our church members to hear that because, mm-hmm. you know, Lord willing, August, September, we're going to have a little batch of of mm-hmm. students show up and it's like, okay, so how do families who are in their 20s or 30s yeah. or 40s or 50s or 60s or 70s mm-hmm. welcome in mm-hmm. these young punks who are going to show up? <laughs> <laughs> yes, young punks. <laughs> um, we, we're like almost out of time. Did you have anything else, Pastor Chris? For Emily, so I want to ask Emily this: like, what haven't we asked you? Like, what, mm. like, what, what, what else do you want to add on for when we when it comes to talking about college, and specifically college and church involvement? Mm-hmm. I would just say, being involved in the church while you're in college is almost essential for your faith, um, because, I mean, anyone you can't be a Christian alone. Um, and so even having community on campus, um, like that is good, but I think being part of the bigger body is so important. Um, and yeah, preserving and strengthening, um, your faith. Um, yeah. And like the Lord, who knows what the Lord will do if you do invest in a church while you're in school. Um, it's definitely not the usual or the normal thing to do. Um, but it can be very rich. Well, I think it's, I think it's just a commendation to you. Mm-hmm. I, I think I told you this when we were, before we recorded, uh, but like, I think you did it right. I mean, as you kind of approach the end of your college journey, mm-hmm. I know that, you know, well, you know, my first couple of years, I didn't really connect. And that, but yeah, but you know what? Like <laughs> you have to extend yourself grace in, in that too. Mm-hmm. And just say, you stuck with the church. Mm-hmm. You got plugged in. You started connecting. Like you, I believe, I really do. I believe you have the skills you need mm-hmm. to walk out of uh, the college experience and not be freaked out by the rest of life. Uh, Cause there's this like quarter life crisis that happens. I mean, for a lot of post college students where it's like, what am I doing with the rest of my life? Mm-hmm. And I just think you're, you're better equipped because of your involvement in the local church um, to, to, to kind of take that on. So commendations to kudos all around. Yes. Oh, yes. Thank you. <laughs> and I also this, I appreciate you talking about intentionality and that's, I mean, that's such a like church buzzword that we love to throw around, but um but being into whatever, whether it's high school to college and then college to out, out of school, being intentional and getting involved, getting, getting to that church, like going to church, getting connected. Cause I know me from high school to college, I was the same, like I grew up in the church, 
was a Christian and I just thought like, it's going to come easy and I don't, I'm not going to have to like work super hard at this. And, and it was really difficult and I wasn't as intentional as I wish I was in getting involved in keeping like it and, and really going after my own faith, like right away. So it took me a little bit longer for that. So I appreciate that. I hope all the students, whatever age you're at, hear that, um, that, that you just got to be intentional with your own faith, especially once you move away and it's not your parents' faith anymore. And, um, and so, yeah, so that was, that's, that's really important. That's a good, good word for them to hang on to. So thank you. Um, thank you, Emily, so much for, for being here, for sharing your experiences with us. I know that there's going to be a lot of people, um, whether they are students or, um, young adults or, older adults of our church that will benefit from this. So I really, we really, really do appreciate you. So thank you so much for being here. Um, thank you, Pastor Chris, for being here as well. Um, and thank you, church, for listening. Again, you could subscribe, follow this for more um, episodes in the future and conversations in the future. We love you, church, and we'll catch you next time. Adios. That's Spanish. Spanish.